Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello. Tonight's episode of Lost Season 3 was... Trisha Tanaka is dead. Oh, poor Trisha Tanaka. Killed off his... Uh, <laughs> it was one more bizarre way. <laughs> on, uh, on Lost or for Hurley's curse. So, inside Mr. Clucks, hit by an asteroid. Or meteorite. We're not sure. We're not sure. <laughs> uh, that's, that's up there with the being hit with the bus. Like from Village episode <laughs> in terms of, of shock, like shock value. Yeah, although this one is like half funny, you know. Yeah. At the same time, like of all things, of all things. <laughs> but man, Hurley is great in this episode. Uh, the general consensus of all the other people watching, which we have a number of them here tonight, is that this is a great episode. It is. It's funny. The VW van is is great. Yeah, that the whole sequence is, uh, you were saying, like, it's it's four characters that are so very different from each other and so unique, and yet it's such a beautiful moment. And they don't interact in that way a lot. Before this, I don't remember them, all four of them at least. I mean, you got the, you got the Hurley-Charlie thing that's been going on. Yeah. But, you know, they yeah. throw Jen and Sawyer in there. And they've all... been together before, on so, the boat, on the raft. Yeah, yeah, Sawyer and Jen have yeah, some Yeah, I know, but to throw but... all four of them together, just really interesting. This is a unique episode in the sense that, like, it doesn't move island mythology or the the main storylines of the season terribly far, and yet it still really, really works. Uh, it's very much a character-driven episode. This is sort of episode you would have got in season one normally, yeah, in some ways. That's true. You you would have some of this, but um, we kind of need it after all the stuff that's been going on. I mean, like, like just like Hurley is always kind of a conduit for the audience. It's kind of nice to have one like, oh. Not everything is horrible. <laughs> yes, no, I, I think it's very useful. And that was I remember seeing some lost fanatics at the time being kind of upset that, like, again, no big answers to things. Yeah. But I remember just loving this episode because it's I, such a breath of fresh air. And I think it's a lot of people's is is in a top tier of enjoyable episodes, even after the fact. I think, and there are oddly enough, there are actually some. Mythology stuff hidden in here that yeah. you don't find out till later. That's true. The VW band has background. So Brianna was asking about the identity of Roger. That's actually Ben's dad. Oh. <laughs> Ben's, they actually drive the van to that spot, and you hear that song in there right before Ben kills him. Um, oh. And basically gasses before Russ's Dharma gets gassed. I don't remember when we get that flashback. Might I think that I think it's, well. Is it this season? I think it's right around the end of the season. Could be. I mean, that would make sense because it's, it's like basically they, they planted that idea. So you don't have to wait too long to get it, uh, more details about it. But yeah, Sawyer's in, in top form. Sawyer's in top form. Call it Little House? I had mono. <laughs> <laughs> so and what were some of the nicknames we heard from him today? Uh, Jiminy Cricket, Snuffy, Jumbo Trump. Little International House of Pancakes. Oliver Twist. Oliver Twist, that's right. (laughs) The fact that he never, he doesn't really reuse nicknames very often, except for Freckles, of course. Well, okay, question. And this may sound like a very man sort of question to ask, but what was Kate asking for an apology about? What was the. It's insulting that you have to ask. (laughs) The three things you know, Tim, is I'm sorry. He didn't Uh, go back. He didn't go back for Jack, right? And they had that whole argument. You know, he's like, we're just going to go. You know, they had the argument in the last episode that. I've already forgotten because last episode was just like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and he was being very kind of domineering. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's true. He's like, we're doing this, we're doing this. I let Carl go because yeah. all that stuff. That's true. I mean, he wasn't wrong, but no. I guess that's probably why he said he didn't need to apologize. But 
It was interesting. Kate reverted from James to Sawyer because of that. So and Kate always thinks she's right, whether she is or not. Mm, true. <laughs> true. And poor uh, poor Sawyer was missing having a lady friend at the end there. But but it's okay. She's not for him. No, no, that, that's true. <laughs> I always feel very bad for. And this is getting way ahead of ourselves, but I always feel very bad for Sawyer about the end of the show because, mm-hmm. I mean, he got he kind of had his redemption on the island, and then Julia gets killed. And I'm always curious what he did after he left the mm-hmm. island. Because apparently Juliet was still his his uh, soulmate yep. in the afterlife. So, <laughs> but that's a side tangent. Let's talk flashback. Had we seen, we were trying to remember if we'd seen Hurley's dad I don't before. think we had. The way they set this up. No, I don't think so. And interesting though, his dad said, I'll be here when you get back. Mm-hmm. And he was. Yeah. Which is interesting. Because he, he actually is one of the... Is it, from my memory, one of the dads that kind of like tries to make rem- amends for 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 messing up yeah. and and basically abandoning. Well, them. I guess Jack's dad tried kind of, but badly. well, yeah, <laughs> half-heartedly. Yeah, and I don't remember if we ever really get any details about why he left his mom and no. and Hurley. He just seems like he's a drifter, sort of. Kinda, yeah. It's very evident in retrospect. Like he knew he was leaving for yeah. a long time. I thought it was you know we were saying last episode like. The writers come when they run out of flashbacks. I thought this was a, a flashback that it mattered. Yeah. No, it did. And had we known that was the reason why Hurley went to Australia before? I think so, because we've seen... Had we seen what he did while he was in Australia? I can't remember. We, he, we knew that the numbers came from Australia, I think. Okay. And I think we could piece it together. Yeah, it's a shame that we did the season one and two so long ago. Yeah. that That's probably makes sense. But yeah, I, it colored in some more details about that time in Hurley's life, and... Yeah, no, I, I, th- I thought it was very effective. And it ties in well with this kind of feeling that all the survivors have on the island right now that, like, uh, you know, this, this kind of beat-down feeling. Mm-hmm. Need some hope. And, you know, I was thinking, so this was written by um, Eddie Kitschis and Adam Horowitz, who went on to do Once Upon a Time. Hmm. And it's interesting, because, like, in other shows that, like, the fans started might be like, oh, that's a little hokey. But on Lost, it's, like, the least, like, leap of faith you've had to make so far. So, like... <laughs> you know, like, cool. You know, you're cool as opposed to like, oh, that wouldn't work, or there's no gas. You don't come up with that sort of stuff because it's a magic island, and, well, and, and it, it works so great there. And it does fit in really well with Charlie's current dilemma mm-hmm. and the whole, like, because we, we've had talks about fate already on the show, and yeah. that's a big, Charlie's is a big one, and the everyone wants to stick it to fate. <laughs> like, yeah. it's a... Let's uh, look death in the face and say whatever, man. Yeah, whatever, man. I love I love that speech he gives Charlie. <laughs> and honestly, Hurley's been needing to give Charlie a smack for a long time. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Charlie does have a habit to kind of mope around. Yeah, what? and discount Hurley's advice. Yeah. <laughs> so, although we were already forgotten because so many good things happened, but the intro scene when he's talking to Libby Aww. is pretty horrible. Yeah. He yeah. really he really got gypped there. Yeah. <laughs> He did. He did. He had the short end of the stick, for, yeah. for sure. I guess. I don't know. I mean, it was a good episode, but it's oh. also relatively simple. Uh, again, another example, though, I'd, I'd say of Hurley, early leadership mm-hmm. cues. Uh, not that everyone was jumping to follow him here, but he certainly, by force of will, he got Sawyer and Jen to, yep. <laughs> to help him with this and, thing. Well, and, and, and Charlie. And Charlie. And the van wound up being very useful later on. And and he knew what the, what was needed, even if no one listened to him, which is different, you know, also. Yeah, that's true. He's always been, again, when he becomes a leader at the end of season six, that that's, you know, he knew what the island needed more than 
the other people. Or the new of the survivors. Survivors. I mean, but yeah. Yeah. And we were commenting, there was a lot of emphasis on the survivors. They were greeting Sawyer and and Kate as they got back. But as uh, Natasha let's point it out, she's she's off the couch. But there's there's a baby around that keeps. Attracting people. Sorry, what? <laughs> you know, we were just commenting about, like, as much as we got to see the other survivors, they all die. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, I've never seen any of these people, and we'll never see them again. <laughs> was he Frogert again? Okay. Uh, well, random thing. You know, so it sort of got that dart in his... His foot. Is there? Is that supposed to... Is that just a random thing so we could have that talk between the two of them? Or is that a reference to something? I have no idea about that one. Or, or was it like a... Uh, because at the end we get... Oh, Rousseau. Rousseau, which is nice. Because this is where we're, co- you know, I think as an audience could connect all the dots by yeah. now. But it's certainly nice to bring her into this whole Alex thing, mm-hmm. which is really like a subplot they really push in season three. three. Yeah. Well, as soon as she was like looking through a net, it's like, oh, yeah, that's who she's looking for. Good old Delin. I mean, Rousseau. <laughs> <laughs> We've had Babylon 5 in between. It, 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 it was hard for me to watch her not think Delin the whole time. <laughs> it was weird, too. It was like, oh, man. You've gotten older. Here's <laughs> <laughs> some Nikki Paolo. Oh, that's, that's who I was going to think of. Nikki Paolo. It was interesting to, uh, one, include them. But, like, Nikki actually seemed like she was willing to go along with, with Hurley yeah. until Paolo kind of dragged her back by her belt loops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think she's always wanting to kind of get away and do her own thing if I remember their episode. But we'll see. And isn't Apollo's thing, like, now let's kind of stay in the background? I think so. So well, we'll see when we get to Expose. Expose. I think so. Yep. Probably next disc, I think. I think so. Probably not too long. Um, anything else we forget, Natasha? So are those the only three thing uh, phrases a man needs to know? The last one, I was like, ah, don't, I don't know that I would say that. <laughs> <laughs> those pants don't make you look bad. Like, that's the worst backhanded compliment. <laughs> no, I think the idea is if, well, I don't know. I've never had a woman ask me this. But... <laughs> but it's kind of a stereotype that if a right, woman yeah. says, do these pants make my butt look big? You know, that kind of thing. Right. So, I don't know. So, Jin can now speak all the English he needs, apparently. <laughs> do we know if Sun's pregnant at this point? I don't remember. Well, I think it's more of a season four thing. I was trying. Yeah, because I know she works with Juliet. Season. No, yeah, this season they we figured out, I think, with Juliet. But I don't think we have yet. Have, we haven't heard not, yet. Not that I've heard. Not that I remember. Again, again, loose fa- memory. Seemed like they would have made some sort of point of this. I mean, some re-reference to it somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So I don't think so. Okay. I was just curious. Just that end scene made me wonder. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I think that's all we got. I think that's all we got. That was it. Was fun. A good episode. A good uh, one to follow up the last one. Indeed. Whatever Indeed. that was. Mm, strange. I don't know something, something. about a tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Whatever it was. <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening to the Weekly Hijack. If you would like to catch up on our old episodes or haven't heard our episodes talking about Babylon 5, it's very approachable for people who've seen the show or who have not seen the show. I wish I could direct you to go watch it, but apparently it's not on Amazon Prime anymore. A what? Seriously? Yeah. <sighs> And there's not a Go90 anymore. <laughs> no. I, I was curious. I don't know if they planning to put it on HBO Max because that's a WB thing now. I just, like, get the show needs to be out wide. Someone can't just, ah, it's just so silly to me. Yeah. Anyway, all of our episodes of us talking about it are still available for you at com and Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Everywhere. Everywhere. All those places. Spotify. That's the other one I was trying to remember. 
Till next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Bye-bye.